0: Hello, and welcome to episode 162, Heal Faster, Five Steps to Consider. You know, we've all experienced a place where healing is needed, but we sometimes find that it really doesn't happen as planned. In other words, our healing goes south instead of heading north where we had intended it to be. We just don't have the energy to bring that healing force about, and that's really the issue. There are reasons, you know. The issue is, first, we're possessed by these energy thieves, you know, through our sensory allurement. This causes considerable disruption in our health and our longevity of the organism. So any of these sensory stimulants actually cause us to go outward with our energy rather than bringing it in towards healing and igniting that healing force. You know, when we experience this energy depletion over time, disease manifests, Disease means dis We've fallen out of ease in relation to ourselves and our environment. You know the human organism works moment to moment continually adjusting its energy flow to bring us back into a state of balance and that's what I define as healing. Adjusting our energy flow to bring us back into a state of balance. So according to my theory, is everyone needs to heal because everyone needs to constantly be in a state of balance. And most health issues begin at the level of energy. You know, most people don't realize that many health issues begin at the level of energy, whether it be the chi, ki, pran, whatever you want to call it. Uh, You can use any of those terms. It's that subtle energy that we talk about. And what does it mean? Well, before an issue reaches the physical body with visible symptoms like indigestion or lower back pain, there has to be a disturbance or an imbalance somewhere in the person's energy body. You know, Western medicine now states that breast cancer, for example, is present in the body for some maybe eight years before it's physically detectable. Breast cancer cells start spreading to other parts of the body long before a tumor is even detected in many cases. And that's, you know, some new research suggests that. You know, that finding, just saying what I just said, radically alters the view that cancer cells spread only at late stages of cancer. So researchers also found that even before cancer is diagnosed, these breakaway cells head off to infiltrate other bodily organs you know, leading, you know, leading one to inquire, why can't it be detected? Why can't we find it? Our current medical technology is not quite sophisticated enough to detect changes in the flow of this healing prawn energy. You know, it's, we don't have that subtlety in detection. You know, when our pathways get detoured from an energy blockage, for example, in many cases, it takes time for the cellular deformity to occur. What I'm suggesting is that all disease exists first at the point of energy issues, energy depletion, blockages, and energy pathways. That's why master practitioners and healers have been successful in restoring health function through acupuncture and marmotherapy, for example. These therapies work on the subtle energy fields which constitute the healing force. And I've discussed that in other episodes prior to this. So root up the cause and allow things, allow our healing to happen. Every health issue has a root cause and it's the root cause that needs to be identified and rooted up if we're going to actually heal. You know, if we're gonna get rid of a weed in a garden, we have to take the entire root and replenish the soil. Otherwise, that same weed will reappear within days or weeks. Uh, after it's removed. Even the following year, I do a lot of gardening, that weed will come back. And it's the same holds true for treating disease. You know, is there a purpose to having a health issue? If we really think about this statement, everything does happen for a reason. And reason, there's always a purpose. When we find ourselves in the midst of a healing crisis, for example, we can actually look at the issue twice. And as I always say, look at what is twice, a crisis, C R I S I S, to look at what is twice. We then can choose to see it as a path towards our own healing and transformation rather than an inconvenience or an obstacle in our way. You know, your body, mind, and spirit matrix has an innate wisdom. And if you're not living your life in the way that reflects your life's mission or spiritual purpose, that wisdom can kick in and produce symptoms to get your attention, you know, to initiate change and greater wellness. In other words, your frustrations or unresolved life issues will eventually manifest on the physical body and to help you make those changes in life. And that's an amazing benefit of understanding and learning to master your own healing force. So if we're gonna ignite our healing, working systematically might look like this. Step one, take an assessment of what is right now and use your body as feedback. You've heard me say that before. It's your vrikruti, the state of current imbalance. There may be more than one area and that's okay, just take note. You may have a stiff left shoulder, a painful right hip. It's very useful to take an assessment before even getting started in developing a plan. And step two would be to accept this. Accepting doesn't mean to identify and owning the problem. It just means to acknowledge it and understand that there's an imbalance and it needs to be brought back in the balance. It doesn't require that you beat yourself up or for that matter, give up. You know, it's not anybody's fault or whatever, just let's find out where the imbalance is. Step three, devise a plan with the resources that you have. The one resource I always talk about is use your body and your breath together. The breath will bring harmony and it will help you master your health. And if you need help or want help with this, there are classes, we offer classes, I offer classes, any of my books will have the breathing patterns in there. I advise everyone to really focus on that. And, but you have to really, really want it because there's an effort and you will be introduced to your teacher and your teacher, guess what, is the teacher that dwells within you. A physical teacher can always help. A really good physical teacher will introduce you to your own self, your own teacher within, because you wanna become dependent on yourself. So if I were to give you a starting point, make a commitment, and do one stretch a day, for example. Then the next week, maybe do another stretch. And you'll find within a couple of weeks, you'll be doing five stretches with full attention. And that movement sequence with breath will get those energy channels open and your healing begins. In the in the book, Feeling Good Matters, I introduce a practice, uh, I give you the sun salutation. I also give you a practice called A&P where we squeeze and release focusing on the abdominal region. That's your place of energy and nurturance. So that's a very, very good place to start. Step four, if you feel discouraged, keep in mind that everything is temporary. When the journey finishes, there'll be another one right after. There's always a journey. Life is transitory in every aspect. Utilize your time. And with this in mind, apply that to your practice. Your practice is not something you have been doing the same way the last decade or so. It needs to change because you're evolving. As we change, our practice evolves. As teachers even change, their teaching evolves. That's why you can't teach the same class over and over and over again. Change is what happens when we start to change. And step five, know that you are the divine light. You're the radiant light. That's from my book, Return to Radiance. You are that light. And that practice itself will guide you towards healing and ultimately to the place where you're all one with feeling good. So some key points to keep in mind when designing your practice is stability and comfort. You have to have stability and comfort in mind. These are the keys to creating a personal practice for healing that will give you access to that force within yourself that will actually ignite that healing force. Be consistent because the consistency helps the healing force be ignited and flowing. So the five steps that I spoke about, take an assessment of where you are right now. Step two was accept this as what is. Step three was devising a plan with a sequence. Step four, keep in mind, everything is temporary. So keep going and change your practice as it evolves. And step five, know who you are, know that you're that divine radiant light. And once you access that, there'll be no mystery. As I used to say, there's no mystery when there's mastery. So as I always say, do your research, see what works for you. And that brings us to the end of this episode. The Susan Taylor podcast does come out every week and is available on SusanTaylor.org, YouTube, iTunes, Stitcher, and other podcast platforms. Please subscribe on SusanTaylor.org or on YouTube if you'd like to get the reminder each week. And please keep in mind that if you like the podcast, share it on my YouTube channel at SusanTaylorPhDTV. And you can go there, as I said, and subscribe if you like. It'll really help support the community. Any questions, comments, or feedback, you can always write to me at susantaylor.org. I'd love to hear from you. And as I always say, thank you again for listening. And until next time, remain calm, consciously aware, living in the moment.